Hello there, darlings. It is I, Poppy Merriweather. Welcome to the Clockwork Cabaret. I would ask you to remember, remember the 5th of November, but Lady Attercop should never be encouraged to set any kind of fire, ever. Also, this episode won't go up until the 9th, so really, what is the point? And now, on with the show. <laughs> sound of the cuckoo, you know that it is time for the Clockwork Cabaret. Hooray! Hooray! I am Emmett Davenport. And I am Lady Adderkop. And my mouth really hurts. And it is not my fault. It is not. I did not do anything. I went to the dentist. That was your first mistake. They get paid to root around in there. Oh, yes. I had my wisdom teeth out. I will not regale you with the horrors, but I will also mention, once again... I am old. <laughs> I am old. Too old to have wisdom teeth. I have I have two of mine left. Well, one of them is hidden. It's a secret tooth. Ooh, gross. Yeah, it's totally sideways. Ugh. The dentists are always very impressed. Like, wow, so sideways. Oh, that's... Yeah, that's, I grew it like that on purpose. That's impacted. You're welcome. It's impacted, but it's like fully horizontally impacted. Usually they're a little oh. angled. This is like straight sideways. Oh, you're like a freak it's of Tokyo nature. Tokyo drifting tooth. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine were, mine were not impacted. Mine, it was a simple, simple removal of just four of them and my mouth, Ooh. and my mouth hurts. That's a lot at once. Oh, yeah. See? Yeah. I'm keeping yeah, well, mine just in case I need them. I, well, I mean, later. I kept them. They, the I am did so give, jealous. The surgeon did give them to me, They're which de- I'm very excited they about. They did not I'm let gonna... me keep any of the teeth they, they are yanked huge. down my head. They are absolutely Man. huge. Like, I have no idea. Like, I have no idea how they got them out of my mouth. <laughs> you don't even know how they got in there. I don't know how they got in there. <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing, Tooth Fairy? I don't know. Apparently... My teeth, like I had horse teeth or something in there. there. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Just some random horse teeth. I, I also know. was not responsible for that. No one can prove I was. No, no. Rupert was very nice and took care of me while I was recuperating. Yeah, because I wasn't going to do it. No, he came over. He did a puppet <laughs> show with his taxidermied squirrels. Yeah, it I avoided very, that. It was a, it was a, it was a thing. I was, I was too bit. I was in my painting cave. He also made steak. For himself. I was gonna say you can't eat steak. I know. Yet. He made steak oh, and ate it for himself. For himself. Was it squirrel steak? You no, might have dodged a bullet. I might have. Yeah. You. He says it wasn't squirrel steak, but do you know for? A I fact? don't. I wasn't in the kitchen. Uh-huh. I was in my room. All I know is that I smelled it. I'm surprised you didn't come wandering I, out of oh, your I, paint cave. But I've, then you were probably covered in paint and smelled I've paint. Killed all olfactory abilities in my head because i have just been spray painting various chemical not recreationally yes yes kids don't have paint uh but just smelling with sealants and color shifting paints and 
I don't know, other things. Glitter. Glitter. There was glitter. There was so much glitter. <laughs> There's been so much glitter. It's a glitter explosion going on. There's a lot of glitter paint. There was some loose glitter. That was a mistake. That got corrected, corralled fairly quickly. That's good. It's, I can't. Yeah, no, I can't smell anything anymore. All right. Well, that, that's probably good I've just good been then. inhaling cancer. Cause, yeah, because he was totally in the kitchen making... Because at one point, I actually had to say... I smell steak. Am I having a stroke? Or is that steak? And he went, no, no, I made myself food. That's what you want want me to, here, have this soup. Eat some tepid soup. (laughs) Have some tepid soup. Mm. And I'm going to go eat this steak. And I was very, I mean, honestly, made me love him a little more. (laughs) He ate steak in front of you? He didn't eat steak in front of me. He was nice and ate it somewhere else, but I did smell it. And cursed him quite heavily. Oh, you have it. teeth now. I fi- I figured like you can do a good curse with oh, teeth. Oh yeah, with you got myself. Well, yeah, I guess you need I need other people's teeth. Um, uh, I could get you some teeth. All right. We'll see what we can do with that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I do want to make some weird art like I was thinking of making some like Victorian morning jewelry with my own teeth. Give them to I can put them in my skeleton paintings. I'll just jam them in there. There you go. Give them yes. to me. Not, they're not weird enough. Can we can we can we use glitter? Can we use the heat shifting paint, the color shifting paint oh, on yeah. my teeth? Oh yeah, yeah. We can get a oh. primer on there. You can, put that you can have yeah. some hot pink teeth. Yeah. Some purple teeth. Yeah, that... maybe I'll make a ring yeah, or they... a pendant or something. <laughs> giant. Some giant. Drop mm. them in some epoxy resin. And then and then glitter. And I then have glitter. I have turn some... it into a make my own. I definitely have glitter. Do you I think people definitely would, have color do you shifting think people paint. People would pay money for your teeth? For a jewelry made with my teeth. I don't know about your teeth, but I do have paper clay and I can make teeth. That are not necessarily made out of real bone. Yeah, but I feel like... You can charge a higher premium. If it's... Well, I feel like for real teeth, it's a higher... It's a higher premium. It's a higher premium. Plus, you're getting a little piece of me. It's not... And, which and, is priceless. And what would you what would you charge for that? A million dollars. For a million dollars. If you could, if you could <laughs> find someone to buy your teeth for a million dollars... There was an artist will... that made a, made a frozen... Uh, bust of it of their head using their own blood yeah that sounds like something an artist would do there's a guy that got shot once you want to get shot no i feel like having wisdom teeth removed is enough (laughs) there's somebody that's done something at yeah yeah there was a guy that uh he was a quote quote oh you can't you can't see me listeners finger quote heavy finger quotes going on here who is performance art insisted consisted of throwing up on other more famous works of art oh yeah that sounds so, right you know there's somebody that's done something i'm sure yes well I'm there sure. was a performance artist that liked to spread canned yams on her buttocks is that so? well any sprinkles karen finley oh there's also Annie Sprinkles did some things she would with recite, a flashlight. Yes, she would recite poetry and smear canned yams on her buttocks. <laughs> Kids, don't look. Don't Google Annie Sprinkles. Yes, and don't do that. <laughs> turn the safe search. Also, on. don't also, do that at work. The seventies and eighties of the of of independent art movements were really weird. For a weird time. It was a really weird time. I saw one of my teachers when I was in school. <laughs> 
spoiler alert, I went to art school. One of our <laughs> teachers, or I was an art student, I should yes. say. It was a liberal arts school, but I was an art student. Uh, showed us some of his <laughs> performance art from when he was in school. Oh. And um, one involved dolphins. Oh. Mm-hmm. Teaching dolphins to do things and filming it. And Ooh. that was the art. And then another ended with about a hundred chattering teeth those like ang- ang- oh ang- yeah things being scattered across a stage an empty stage like like the curtain dropped and then teeth got scattered and then they were all just on stage going i've seen that i've seen that before yeah the guy that did it with him went on to design cloud city okay okay that makes sense okay i believe that that was the connection but i I started laughing. No one else thought it was funny, but oh. I thought it was hilarious. Yes. So, and apparently that was the right reaction because that's what we're after. Art's supposed to make you feel something. Have a reaction. And I was like, mostly it was just... Ridiculous you know, nonsense. A bunch of teeth scattered across the teeth. It was it was as funny as you think it well, is. Well, it's like the uh, art show that I... Mama, the mama, 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 art mama. exhibit that I saw at... Oh, the art museum. It's a sculpture museum in Massachusetts near Walden Pond. And I can't remember what it's called, but it had a Furby exhibit where this artist <gasps> oh, had, dear. Had, had been given all of the, like, a hundred Furbies and sh- and she disassembled them and made a wading pool wall with all of the eyes and mouths of Furbies, and so you could wave your hand over it, and they would chatter and follow so your hand. it was called Nightmare yes, Number it, One. It was terrifying. <laughs> That's sounds. And I it, mean, and she had made like a patchwork Frankenstein's monster Furby made from other Furbies, and did a di- dissectional like Grey's Anatomy thing. Oh, of the like inner that workings it, of a Furby and a bunch of fur. It was a very she did the whole Furby her collection. whole Furby thing. I want to. That's. I can't. I sadly. That sounds pretty awesome. I sadly I can't remember the name of the artist, but it was it 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 was interesting. The waiting the waiting pool wall of Furby eyes and mouths was terrifying. Yeah, because I mean, because also they. Because I had one. Yeah, they were scary. They were horrible, and I was haunted by it. My sister got one for Christmas. I think that year, whatever year they were big. And it terrified everyone. So they, my parents shoved it under the couch because mm. then it was dark and quiet under there and the Furby yeah, wouldn't talk. Worked. But then it was a couch that nobody really sat on. It was like the living room couch, yeah. the nice couch that nobody actually yeah. used. And then every once in a while, you just someone would come over and sit on the couch. And then you like from under the couch, yeah. <laughs> like what the heck? Yeah, well, I had one Haunted and I by a Furby. And I put it into a closet. Mhm. That we didn't use. It was a closet that was simply for for winter coats and it was not winter time, <laughs> but apparently the wall was thin enough that if people were walking on the opposite wall, it out, would talk. It would start just talking randomly and so yeah. you'd be sitting in the room and all of a sudden you'd hear, oh, look at it. Yeah, they made weird noises. <laughs> and and you'd be like, what in the world? And I actually had to go and take the batteries out. 
We took the batteries out of ours. And then still I talked. Yeah. That's not true. Well, and then <laughs> I gave it to a child. <laughs> I gave it to a child. I did. This is your nightmare now. It, that's pretty much what it was. Somebody, somebody at, at the library I worked at was lamenting the fact that she... Her grandson really wanted one, and they couldn't. They couldn't get and one. they couldn't get one because they, they were, were so sold popular. out. Sold out everywhere. And I went. I have one. Do you want it? It's slightly used in that I had it. <laughs> and then I have owned it, <laughs> and I have and it's owned been it, living in the closet. Yes, <laughs> but I will give it to you to give it to your grandson because <laughs> I don't want it anymore. Because this is a made of nightmares. It's it, it's kind of like a it, it's the '90s equivalent of a Teddy Ruxpin, which was the '80s. Yes. Teddy bear that talked. Well, and there, yeah. And, and told a tape deck story. Yeah. And then. And created many nightmares. Many, many nightmares. Because for one, of course, everyone always tried oh. to find the scariest music they could yeah. put in the Teddy Ruxpin. So oh, the Teddy, Teddy Ruxpin, Ruxpin would sing. Would you be my friend? No, Metallica. I will not. I will not be your friend, Teddy Ruxpin. And then when the batteries would start to run out, it'd be like, yeah. Brrr. yeah. But then the eyes would still blink. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, nightmares. <laughs> so yeah, so that's what's been going on in our world. <laughs> We've been yanking teeth out of head, getting high on paint fumes, and running this fire to things. Setting well, I mean that's well, every week. Yes, every that's week. a constant. I did not set my entire art show on fire. I have thought about it many times, and it is flammable. Well, I would I mean, imagine with all that paint. And I shellacked everything. Oh. It's shiny. It's shiny and protected from UV. <laughs> yes. Did so I need to protect it from UV? I don't know. Maybe. The spray can said I should do it, so I followed the instructions. There you go. Well, the only time I think you've <laughs> ever followed, followed the instructions, instructions for anything. That's what I'm spray painting. <laughs> it's the fumes. Apparently, instead of getting loopy, I get I get very detail oriented and follow directions. Amazing. I'm, I'm, How do you corral my ADD? Oh, fun story. Get out a spray can <laughs> and tell you to do an art show. <laughs> All I have is this hairspray. I don't know if this will work. Oh, I've used hairspray in a pinch. Hand it over. Gel medium? Who needs that? I've got hairspray. <laughs> Actually, yeah, you can. Yeah, instead of uh, fixative, you can use hairspray. I know. It is yellowing, though, so be careful, kids. Yes. Do yeah. a test spray first. It's not, archi- it's not archival. It's not archival. But sometimes you're broke. Yes. And sometimes you, can, you can't afford fix, you know, fixative, but you can afford $1.59 for Aquanet. Well, also, <laughs> if you were an aging goth like us, you probably, you probably had, had some Aquanet. Aquanet. Yeah. <laughs> I, somebody, somebody had some. How else do you get that, that mohawk up that high? <laughs> I knew a bunch of weirdos <laughs> in the '90s. Somebody had some hairspray. Always, mousse won't work. No, but, but no. hairspray. The hairspray. So it was. It was Florida. We we had all kinds of ways to combat the humidity. Shellac. Shellac. <laughs> All right, well, we should play some music because that's why we're all here. So that's let me right. press a button. Thank you. 
Shaking hands with other men. This is how it happens. Our world under command. Shake it, shake it, baby. Shake your ass out in that street. You're gonna make us scream someday. You're gonna make us weep. You're gonna make us scream someday. Gonna make it big. Panic on the streets of London, doopie da panic on the streets of Birmingham. the Poopini sisters with panic you were leaning into the mic there for a moment i'm like is she gonna sing i was thinking about it but i decided no (laughs) that never stops me before that we had regina specter with ballad of a politician and starting off our set was katie goodman and greta morgan with rebel yell so lady adderkop Yes, tell me about Dav- your Davenport. Tell me about your art show. <laughs> oh goodness! When's it happening? Uh, it is the opening is um, the the day this episode will come out. Friday, oh. uh, the 9th of November. It is taking place in downtown Carborough in the Beehive Salon. Uh, the opening reception is from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. during the second Friday Art Walk. Excellent. The name of the show is Forgotten Saints and Small Gods. Excellent. And it's a collection of multimedia pieces from local artist Lady Adderhop. <laughs> there you go. And it's got some color shifting paint. 
basically I have spent the entire time since it's been done. And it was like, somebody goes, oh, this is your artwork? Yeah, let me show you something. <laughs> Grabbing a hair dryer and be like, Mee! I'm sure they making are. the color shift from purple to pink. And I'm sure they just go, uh-huh. No, so far everybody's <laughs> like, whoa. And it goes back? Yep. How does that work? I have no idea. Science. Science. Paint Do you science. remember? Oh, oh, it reminds me. Oh, no, you didn't live anywhere where there was snow. When I, I was do a, now. Well, when I was a small wee child, there was a thing in the in the 80s. There were these color <laughs> oh, shifting. More relatable content yes. for today's youth. <laughs> yeah. Color shifting uh, 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 gloves and snow boots so that oh. when you went out into the cold, the pictures would change. Oh, I actually do remember those because I did live someplace oh, where there was, was snow at one point. Were in Montana. In Montana and, oh. and, and or New Jersey. Yes, yeah. I lived in those two places as well. I didn't have any, but I didn't have, they I were didn't too, have they any were either because ex- they were too gimmicky too, and too, too expensive. expensive. Yeah, we but also, I had friends that had them and it was very, I was very excited did you, about it. Did, we had, uh, when I was coming up in my day, yeah. as a teenager, we had... This is like the nostalgia episode. Yeah, well, this is I worse than the wit- episodes we did 90s music. I had wisdom teeth removed, uh, so, so you now know, you're, it's very childlike. You're reminiscing. Yes, well, it's something most people have done, like, in their teens. Uh, and, you know, and you know, we're this this week's theme is Guy Fox yeah. celebrating that one time we lit a guy on fire. Yeah. <laughs> Literal, a literal it, guy. It wasn't us. It wasn't. We, I didn't. I was nowhere there. I was nowhere near it at the time. You can't prove a thing. <laughs> we had, but we had a color shifting t-shirts, hyper color t-shirts that when you, you know, would shift color with heat. Yeah, that's uh, much like... like the paint. It's a real good thing to put on t- a t-shirt in the swamp. Yeah, where you're going to get sweaty. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Guess where that color always started shifting? Yeah, because it was it sold great in the air conditioned mall when you could put a hand and say, "Ooh, Ooh there's a yeah. handprint on it." And then don't work so great in the in a in an I you know in an what, in, what is it non a user environment? Yes, yeah, the average user environment. Yeah, and, and just schlepping in between classes yeah. in the heat and humidity and swamp. Yeah, no, that's not great. No. no, and then you had some no. nice hyper color rings right under your pits. Yeah, it's a good look. It's a good look that everybody can get behind. So stylish. Hey, just lean on a locker. We didn't have lockers either. We weren't allowed to have lockers. Hey, ladies, lean on a wall. Hey, ladies, check out my hyper color shirt. <laughs> Nice uh, pit stains, lady, baby lady A. <laughs> I'm going to leave now. I'm di- I didn't have a hypercolor shirt. No, no. I wasn't paying money for that shirt. It was no. expensive. It was sold in a kiosk in the mall. It was ridiculous. Do I look like I have kiosk in the mall money? I don't even know what a kiosk in the mall is. You guys didn't have kiosks in the mall? No. No, we didn't have a mall. I don't even... We Vermont, have... Vermont does not have malls. I, I don't even know what to do with this information. We had shopping plazas. You didn't have aggressive people screaming at you in the middle no, of the mall? No, you had to go to Massachusetts to go to a mall. We didn't oh. even have... Yeah, there were no malls in New England. The kiosk is... Where else There might you... have been one in Maine. I don't know. Maine <laughs> but, is weird. But where else would you buy one of those buffers that makes your nails shiny or a hyper-color shirt or a cell phone charm or a beeper, or a beeper uh. case? The beach. The beach. <laughs> Boardwalk. <laughs> we had we had a beach too. No, 
<laughs> that was too full of bars and yeah, t-shirt no. places. You, no, like, no, that, we, this there is were, where you would put your beeper cases. There are no malls. There are no. There are if there are malls, they're in the cities, and there are only two cities mm. in Vermont. <laughs> two cities in Vermont, and, and they have a hundred people in them each. And they're three hours away from wherever it is you live, mm-hmm. unless you live in that city. Mm. No, there was no. We didn't have any malls. Where we I had, we had, we, you'd have to drive. You'd have to go to Massachusetts. We had a mall that had a movie theater and a Target. That's fancy. So what you would do is you would buy pudding cups, or at least what I would do, <laughs> so buy pudding cups in the Target, and schlep across a field to the movie theater, and smuggle in some sweet, sweet cherry coke and a pudding cup. Yeah. Why a pudding cup? Because it was ninety-eight cents for a little four-pack. Oh yeah. No, I didn't live anywhere with uh, with a mall until I hmm. moved to the south. It's, it's, and in the nineties, and but so 90s. then you saw some kiosks. Yes, but I didn't. They sold sunglasses. Yeah, but I didn't have I didn't have kiosk money. <laughs> you can. Do you look? Do I look like I have kiosk money? <laughs> no. Also, it, it just seemed weird. Like, no, I don't trust you people with no. the kiosks. Why don't you have a real store? I had a guy that tried to fl- to flirt with me and get me to buy something by grabbing the piggy pom-poms on my Gur hat once. Yeah, and no. I had to take them gently out of his hand and walk away. I know. That seems creepy. <laughs> was... I didn't spend a lot of time in a mall, <laughs> he ever. Was... He, was... he was straight out of central casting. Oh. He was Israeli. He had on a pair of very nice slacks and a shirt unbuttoned to, you know, about mid-navel. Oh, a little gold like chain a going, and a little Star David nestled in his chest hair. Oh, I mean, he was good looking. I'm not gonna lie, but it was like a weird thing. He's like, "Come here, come here," and I'm like, "No, I've got, I'm gonna go." <laughs> no, I just want, I want and then he grabbed the like there was one of those hats with the flaps, yeah, yeah. and had long dangly, and there were pom poms mm-hmm. on the end. And he grabbed the pom poms and held on to him and was. I just wanted to tell you I really like your... This is not an Israeli accent. I don't know no. what this accent is. I don't know. I just want to tell you I really like your style. And I just took the pom-poms out of his hands and walked away. I think that's the, the accent of a sleazy dude. Well, he was a sleazy dude. <laughs> so, there you go. Ethnicity has nothing to do with it. No. <laughs> Country of origin. Irrelevant. No, no. A but, sleazy but, dude. But it was the black... The long sleeve black shirt rolled up to like mid arm. The yeah. unbuttoned. He he dressed kind of like my grandpa actually, <laughs> which is probably why you were like taking the bomb bomb. Going away. My grandfather also wore a button up shirt unbuttoned to about <laughs> oh, mid chest level. Oh, see, if you had thought about it, you should have responded going, <laughs> "You remind me of my grandpa," and then walked away. He also <laughs> has, although he's got a he's got a crucifix yes. dangling in his right. chest hair. Yeah, you know, and uh, he's Belgian. <laughs> Yeah. But other than that, very similar. Yeah. Do you know any Dutch Belgians? <laughs> Do you know Are my we grandfather? Secretly related? Do you know my grandfather? Are, Are you, you a member of the Israeli Outer Cops? We might be. Don't <laughs> no. know. Who knows? <laughs> uh, and this has been a walk through time. <laughs> this has been this... reminiscing with, with the two of us idiots. <laughs> I'm going to play some music.
the sadness that I left behind If I ever leave this world alive The madness that you feel will soon subside So in a word, don't shed a tear I'll be here when it all gets weird Daddy wanna know what you did that night. You get home until late. 
Son of Dave with Revolution Town. Before that, we had Flogging Molly with If I Ever Leave This World Alive. And starting off the set was Mother Euchre's with Firestarter. And now, a word from our sponsor. Long have the imperfectly fleshy masses of law doctors biased by glandular emotional fits dominated the field of legal discourse. Let the cold logic of steel and the exquisite clockwork engineering of its rhetorical gearbox make objections stay objectionable, pick jurors with laser-guided accuracy, and file motions at speeds of well over 80 miles per hour. Nary a judge will remain unconvinced when its bowler flaps back with a jet of steam, rears up behind the defense to its court-approved height of 12 feet, and interjects permission to treat the witness as hostile, deploying cross-examination probe in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Archibald H. Gearbottom, robot attorney. Court hastily adjourned. If you would like to advertise, if you've got kiosk money and would like to advertise on this show, you can simply email us with at clockworkcabaret at gmail.com with the word advert in the subject line or send a telegram. Go to Kofi, ko-fi.com backslash Agneon Studios and add a message of support with your donation.
turn the other cheek. Don't you know the meek will inherit when you're gone? Tweak, freak, don't feel you need. You may think a weak, but I never been so strong. Fire away, yeah.
the Velveteen Band with Fire Away. Before that, we had Depeche Mode with Where's the Revolution? And starting off our set was Electric Light Orchestra with Don't Bring Me Down. Yeah. Don't bring me down. Don't bring me down. Ding, 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 ding. I can't, I can't help it. <laughs> I'll tell you once more. Before get, you get walk out that floor. or get on the floor. Or walk out that door. Or, or walk the dinosaur. Or walk the dinosaur. <laughs> We're confusing. Go her. to the store. We're confusing our 80s songs. I don't know. That's going to become a thing. Buy four more. Buy four more. I don't Look know. forlorn. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It could be anything. Don't Go to bring, the store. Don't bring me down. Get me some. Get me something from the kiosk. <gasps> I want a s'more. Oh, I want a s'more from don't the store. Don't bring me down. Don't bring me down. <laughs> I'll tell you once more. I just bring me a s'more. Bring me a s'more, but don't bring me down. (laughs) Ooh, this episode has stayed heavily on topic. I'm very proud of ourselves. Very steampunk. It hasn't gone off on any weird tangents. Certainly not any about the things from the '90s. Bustles there. You know my favorite kiosk in the mall? The bustle bustle kiosk! kiosk. (laughs) For all your bustling needs. There's probably a steampunk kiosk somewhere in that mall. If there's not, With goggles and top hats and so many bustles. Oh, Emmett. What? We are missing a prime, a prime opportunity here. Are we? Yes. To make our own kiosk? Yes, because you know what's coming up? The clockwork ball. Mm-hmm. Yes. Put a kiosk out in front there. of the Haw River Ballroom. Don't have a cost. Don't have a costume. No problem. Stop by the steampunk kiosk. Oh. Get yourself some gears. Get yourself some goggles. Put a bustle on it. You're done. Well, that might be a great idea. I don't want to be involved in it. We make Mr. Ducky do it. We have so many other things to do. I know. That's true. We're in charge of the music. Well, we can't run it. That's, yes. That is clear. We so, need oh, minions. all right. Well, so, all right. So if you are a proprietor of, of steampunky goodness and you would like to set up a steampunk kiosk at the <laughs> Clockwork Ball, contact us hey. at clockworkcabaret at gmail.com. We'll work something out. <laughs> you know, I'll give you, you know. And give me a cut of the cut of what you make. I'll give, give you, you personally a cut. Yeah, personally a cut of what you make, like small percentage. You know, and you might have to sell it in the alley. Yeah, <laughs> not sure how what a... the legality is. Of it. But hey, no, hey, it'll be Ooh, a thing. Or a giant overcoat, even better. It's like a kiosk that comes to oh, you. Oh yes, <laughs> like just walk around, go hey, hey, you need you need some goggles. Hey son, you know what you need for that outfit. What about a bustle? Yes. Opens up this trench coat, bus, a bus on array, you know, you know, a dazzling array. You know what would really, really tie that outfit together? A cravat. Which I really, look at this, in a wide rainbow of colors. What do you say to a gear? I got pockets full of gears, Just kid. All the gears, and I have so much super glue to help you glue them on. <laughs> I've got super glue and a gear right here. But if you're actually a real legitimate... (laughs) If you're not a creep in an overcoat. (laughs) If you're actually a real legitimate steampunk proprietor and would like to to do something at the Clockwork Ball for New Year's Eve, uh, yes, contact us and maybe we'll work something out. Set you up. Give you some tickets. We promise we won't make you stand in the alley with a large coat. I mean... 
Unless you unless, want to. Unless that's your marketing technique, yes. and then we won't judge. No. Is it a big furry coat? Like, oh, we, like you know, like from those old... Edward Gorey. Yes. Because <laughs> yes. that would be awesome. That would be awesome. <laughs> Got all my stuff right here. Comes, you know. Could just have a rack following you around. <laughs> it's, just, it's also inside, inside the, coat. the coat. Inside a coat. And you pull it open. It. <laughs> that would be awesome. All right. I, I've... Uh, I feel like I would should apologize for the wackiness of my brain right now, but uh, no apologies. That's right. We never apologize. We never except apologize. For when we do. Yes, except for when we do. Um, also, I'm sure our listeners are fully aware of how ridiculous we are. They they, they knew what you they were getting yes, into. Yeah. So this is not coming as a surprise. They're like, this seems this seems more rational than usual, actually. Yeah, well. And if you are a new listener and this is your first time checking this out, <laughs> welcome. Uh, hello. We are very clearly a steampunk show. When, except when we're not. Except for when we're not. Which is most of the time, really. <laughs> and also, if you would like to have something to do on New Year's Eve, please do join us at the Clockwork Ball. At the Haw River Ballroom. In, in Saxaba. We have the sh- Shady Darling and the Velvet Curtain will be playing music. They are wonderful. We love them. We do. We're very excited that they're going to be with us this time around. Uh, it's always a grand party. There's usually a bunch of people. Do not feel like you have to get dressed up. We do encourage you to get dressed up, but it is not required That's at all. Correct. Also, it is an all-ages event because uh, Hall River Ballroom doesn't have liquor. Um so if you have family, if you have youngins that you want to bring, they are more than welcome to attend. Just be aware that it's, it is a party. <laughs> so there will be adults there. There will be adults there. There also might be swearing in the songs. Oh, there, are, there could so, be some cusses so in if the you are, So if you are worried about your children's sensitive, delicate ears, be prepared for that. Um, because it's it's not it, there's not a lot of cousins no but there's, there's there's a few every now and then there's a and few the, and sometimes they just there's a song that just sneaks out where <laughs> you don't realize that it, it's happening until it's happening well kind of like this play like yes. kind of like our playlists every once in a while there was some naughty song there was some naughty words yes, in that song yeah, that we weren't expecting so yeah but if you uh yeah if you're looking for something fun to do for the family it's definitely a good time um we've had a bunch of families come out before and everybody seems to have have a blast so uh yeah i think i think everyone should come out yeah i think i think you should come i should you bring your cousins your yeah. kids bring, your yeah, cousins, bring everybody kids. bring everybody make it a whole thing also saxapaw is pretty cool little weird little town oh yeah saxapaw is awesome go go early have some dinner at the eddy yeah yeah make a whole make a whole thing of it it's a pretty little area it is it's gorgeous all right i'm gonna play some more music
bongo jams and speciality. Madness with We Are London. Before that, we had The Clash with Revolution Rock. And starting off our set with Sparks with This Town Ain't Big Enough for Both of Us. Yeah. Take that. You. Town. Town. Me? No. Me? What am I doing? I don't know. This airship ain't big enough for the both of us. This yeah. airship ain't big enough for the both of us. That's, that's the uh, 
that's the steampunk cover. That's that's the steampunk western I'm writing. Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> look for that in early 2019. Don't look oh, for actually, that in early 2019. Well, that that does actually remind me. So, dear listeners, you may have remembered that a while ago we mentioned that we were talking about doing a RPG. Oh, podcast. Yes, yes. Uh. With a very long name. We've actually changed the name. <laughs> Just to make it more confusing. Well, yes. We've actually changed the name of the podcast itself to be a little bit more uh, kind of along the lines of what we we're trying to do. So we, we've, we've named it Dice Dice My Darling, which is a, a uh, take off of a misfit song called Die Die My Darling because we thought that was funny. It, it, and it is not, as I first suspected, a Vanilla Ice reference. Right, right no. <laughs> Dice, dice, my darling. <laughs> like, like vanilla ice? No. Really just looked at me like, no. <laughs> no. Ah, the misfits. That's, no. That's, and then my, my second suggestion of Dice, Dice, Baby was shot down. Yes. But if you want to start a podcast and you want that name... Hey, Go for it. Yeah, it's, just it, that, that is for you. Yeah. But so, so yes. Yeah, so if you are, if you're interested in uh, finding out what we're doing with it and when it comes out and all that fun stuff, go, uh, it, we have a, our Twitter feed account has changed. So it is DDMD cast and that's dice, or you can just look up dice, dice, my darling. If you're and, already following it, you're good. Yes. If you're already following, it's good. Didn't get rid of anybody. Uh, we just wanted to have a little bit of a shorter name also because uh, we've got several other people playing with us. So I wanted, we kind of wanted to get everybody in on the name, naming of it. And uh, also, as much as I like of Coffee and Consequences, it's very long. It's hard. Consequences is hard to spell. Yes. Also, so that's going to be, that's going to be the name it's of, for me. that's going to be the name of the first story arc I'm very excited. so that we can use I'm very it. excited because yes. we have had our first meeting yes and so we're gonna be uh we'll be doing hopefully it will go up the <laughs> first episode will go up sometime later this month yes um <laughs> we have to get past my art show first yes we have to because <laughs> uh, i'm the i'm the dm this time so yes and i was like oh the heck, i can't i have to paint i have yeah. to spray trying to do too to many things trying to, to do too many things at once so yeah so if you're interested in seeing or not seeing, hearing the ridiculousness <laughs> that is us playing um, role-playing games. Uh, you should sign up to that. Keep an ear out. And uh, I will say, I have I. Everyone has come up with their characters, and I love them all. <laughs> I'm very excited about I mine. I love. I love them all. I already started picking out clothes to wear so that when I cosplay my character, that no one will know what I am cosplaying. We, we do love to cosplay as yes, ourselves. Yes, but I will totally dress up. I'm going to wear a robe. I mean, not because I need to. I just want to. Oh, that's fine. You're completely a fine. DM robe. Yeah. But it's, I guess it's a game master. I'm not a DM. I'm a keeper. Game master. Or, or, well, keeper. Well, we are using... Monster of the Week, Monster and I do the week. think they refer to the them as as, as the keeper. keeper. But game master keeper is also story. game master is, is appropriate. I'm just yeah. gonna keep saying DM. That's fine. Because <laughs> I'm lazy. Stereotypically, the what everyone knows is RPGs <laughs> yes. anyway. So I'm lazy. Also, I like the sound of master. Yeah. I make you guys call me that in game. Really? When you want to talk to just me, uh, I'm gonna go mad with power. Okay. Well. <laughs> So stay tuned for that. <laughs> also, I mean, I'm I'm like kidding, but I'm also like I can't promise I actually won't. 
That is you true. Know, I have I played. I have played games with her before. Yes, there so. will be character voices. Oh, oh, there will be character voices. It was required. We were practicing. <laughs> That's right. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get on you too. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. So hopefully, uh, that will go up later this month. Uh, and uh, and we're gonna be recording the first episode or first couple episodes. Uh, I think next week. So mm-hmm. it'll be. Well, there'll probably be some pictures going up and also some. Possibly weird things that we are saying and doing while we're recording. Who knows? <laughs> so we'll be doing. Who knows? It's... But it's sure to be entertaining yes, to us. Well, it'll, it'll it'll entertain us at the very least. Yes. So, all right. Some more music. Of all the evil that will have to end It will, Lord, yes, Lord Deliver the sheep All right It will end All right All right Some folks are
And Martin L. Gore, not to be confused with Steve Gore, oh, it's less than known brother. Gore. There is no Steve Gore. Uh, with Master and Servant. Uh, before that, we had Nina Simone with Revolution, and that brings us to the end of the episode. Oh, <laughs> this very serious, so scholarly foray into the realm of steampunk and its related subgenres. Which was nothing like that at all. <laughs> Which would be the show that we produced in an alternate reality. Yeah. Where, where we also apparently talk like this. Oh, gosh. Where we like, apparently do not... have kiosk money. Oh. Yes. I would like I kiosk money. I have seen the offerings of the kiosk. And I have partaken. That would be nice. I would like some sweet, sweet kiosk money. <laughs> <laughs> we just this is the year we fix our sights on <laughs> on the big leagues on sweet sweet kiosk money hyper shirt money hyper color shirt money i would like to walk through a mall and just be able to just buy things from a kiosk with no care in the world wow that's, you, you do dream I big. want that phone charger? No. Do I need that phone charger? No, I don't. But I have kiosk money <laughs> to you, throw away. You, you dream big, Davenport. You dream oh, big. a hat. A, a ridiculous hat. A big, giant, floppy sun hat on a kiosk. Do I need that? No. No, I don't go outside. But apparently it will protect you from the sun's harmful UVs. Excellent. So if I ever do go outside, I will use this 
and I will use my very nice kiosk money to purchase it. Said the guy Mark. selling that looks like a distant cousin. He's got a shirt on buttoned to his navel. He's got a gold chain and some sort of religious adornment. And a strange accent. <laughs> Must be a relative. One of the Luxembourg other cops. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> oh, the Lichtenstein. Oh. oh. Are, uh, is everyone working at a kiosk An related to me? That Maybe that's a grand question. That's entirely also, possible. Also, you should probably hide all of your kiosk money then. Because they will inevitably... Oh, they will steal it. Yes, if it's oh, an adder cop. Yes. Oh, yeah. they. Well, I mean, everything in a kiosk is garbage designed to take steal your money yes. so being sold by people who want to take that money from you on because they are either a criminals or b working on commission yeah oh yeah Depen- it depends on who owns the kiosk yeah. so yeah i mean so yeah could be a relative probably yes and with if they, that if, they, if they've got if they've got a shirt unbuttoned to mid navel section and some chest hair mm-hmm. they might be an adder cop might be an adder cop don't trust them and with, and with that <laughs> PSA. That's a, this is this that just been, helps. To... <laughs> this has been your local PSA. If just... you see a man with gold chains and a very low uh, unbuttoned buttoned-up shirt and 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 chest hair and a strange accent, might be an cop Do not trust. Yeah, there you go. All right. <laughs> that just seems like a weird. I don't know. Seems weird. Seems, Is it racist? Weird. Against adder cops? Well, maybe. We, I don't know. We are multitude. We contain many. Okay. Well, so, you're a legion. Uh, we, 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 we have a multitude of ethnicities and ports of origin in oh, my family. So, I mean, the, the consistent is the unbuttoned shirt, the gold <laughs> chains. That's all right. And chest hair. The only branch of the family that doesn't have that is my particular branch, but that's just because that some Irish got mixed into it and some Scott got mixed in there, and they can't grow chest hair. Yeah. So well, they just glue it on. Well, <laughs> also, they like very high-collared shirts. <laughs> yeah, they, they wear the very high-collared shirts. In, still, re, in retaliation against all They're that. mad. That's, there's, there's, a, there's actually a clan war between the two halves <laughs> of, the, of, the, of the family. The, the chest hat, like the hair havers. Yeah, the hair havers and the knots. Yeah. The skins. <laughs> all right, this is just gone, gone off the rails. <laughs> this is gonna... All right. This is uh, gonna so, change place. How are we ending it? With uh, Arcade Fire and Rebellion, parentheses, lies. That seems appropriate. And this has been the Clockwork Cabaret. She is Lady Addercop. And she is Emma Davenport. And remember, it's not work we do, it's It's love.
promised the hand.